0: Welcome. You are about to listen to the teaching ministry of Pastor Dr. Peter Obichuku as he brings a life. clear understanding of God's love and his desire for an intimate relationship with him. It promises to be transformational. Stay tuned in. All right, we are looking at the believer's authority. Have you seen reasons why... You should insist to take authority. You know, last time I was saying this, if you don't have any challenge at hand, it looks like they're just teaching one kind thing, you are learning one kind thing. But when you have a challenge at hand, the word of God makes a lot of sense to you. Sometimes I say this with every sense of humility. I say, please, if you don't have anything called challenge, ask God for one. So that you can test your faith. It's important you do that. So that you can test your faith. So that you can put your faith to work. Say so neighbor. It's important. You put your faith to work. Amen. So the believer's authority. So we have seen Luke 10 verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you you know you may not get this right now but i pray holy spirit will open your mind to see it there are some issues in our lives we prayed for left, but for at a time it look like we have given up i will show you some mysteries this evening that most the times when you thought you were tired, giving up. You didn't even know that that moment when you said some authoritative prayer, certain things happen, But maybe you couldn't see them in the realm of manifestation. And it dwarfed your faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So you need to understand the basis for the Belizean authority. Number one, we have relationship with the father. We are not begging for the authority. It has been bequitted. It's, it's, it's a, it's a law term. It has been bequeathed. It has been you know, imposed. It has been given as a gift to us. That is a gift of God unto us. The authority has been bequeathed unto us as a free gift. It's not something we struggle for. It's not something we beg for. Hallelujah. Is somebody here? And because the authority has been given to us, next thing is that we have rights. right. We call it the right and privileges of every believer. You know, because part of my teaching today, we talk about rights. You should know more. That's why anyone who deters you from coming to Bible study is taking you away from what you have. You need to know what you have. You need to hear this over and over, over and over, over and over, over and over. I give you some instances. Anytime you see a crowd coming running, you see, coming running towards you, what, what makes you run? is not national inclination. someone have said something before. okay you had a gunshot okay because there was a gunshot everybody will begin to run and you also start running. You are doing that because you have been programmed to do it that way. Come on, you will change that style the moment you hear something different. the moment you hear something different. So almost all you do now is as a result of what you have heard, from some time ago. Are we communicating? So, if you want to change the result you get in your life, you need to change what you hear. Faith and fear come by hearing, they have one entry point. So, you fear, you have faith, depending on what you have heard. So, now you know that the first entry of our authority is that we are. We have our Father. We call him Daddy God. So you are not begging for it. Oh, God, give me power to rebuke the devil. It is, it is, it is in you. You are not pleading. You have. Number two, it's a right bequitted to you. He has given you the privilege. Hallelujah. And we talked about the necessity. Why do we have this authority, number one? We need to have authority of God in us so that we can live as a new creation believers. He takes power. He said to them, 30 years in Jerusalem, until you are endued with power from above. It's only then you can live like a child of God. You cannot share the gospel. You cannot tell people about the gospel, except you have this power in you. One of my mentees was just telling me about people who want to harass her. You know, you know the way they do it today, these days, is different. Those days when we see women, we woo them. Do I don't know whether I have an old school person here online? If you're an old school person, you understand. You woo do what? Your child ladies. You look some sweet words. You tell them you look beautiful, you look wonderful. Now those days are almost gone. This is what they coerce you. They coerce you, they make you look like you are nobody except you say yes to them. They belittle you. Look at this rubbish trying to help you. Come on, get away. And because some of us have not had the writing, never to allow those things to be to you, you have much more. The devil is a liar. You have much more. So they want to make like you are nobody. You need power to stand as a new Christian believer. So I told my mentee, I said, next other time, you'll stand up to them. You'll stand up to them. You'll stand up to them. It is power, it is authority. In one of the books I read, the author was talking about how a man was owing a woman, and the woman will go several. The woman said, "No, I don't have the money. Get away!" And the woman would run away. And I sent a little child, a boy, to go and collect the money. And the boy will come. The man will say, no, "No, no, I don't have your mother's money. Get away! Run away!" Sometimes we pick cane and the guy will run away. And one day, a little boy. One day, this boy couldn't take it anymore. The boy showed up and said, oh, "I have come for my mama's money." And the man said, "Like if I, if I, if I flog you," and the boy said to him straightforward, you're going to give me that money today. Face to face, the man looked at the young man, saw fire in his eyes, bent down, looked for the money and gave him. So if you're a lady here and you have not developed your account, it takes authority of heaven to know that you are more than those things. If you a guy here and you are say part of people looking for your parents to help you to ward people off your back, they play. So for you to live and all that God have said about new creation believer, you need authority to assess them. Is somebody here? Somebody say I have authority. I'm assessing them. Say one more time. I have authority. I'm assessing them. Who say the number? You have authority to. Uh, I'm trying to run because of time. You have authority to stand against Satan. That's where we stopped. Authority to stand against Satan. You need to stand against him. You need to. You need to. We need to. It happens on a daily basis. We need to stand against him. From now on, you know, he doesn't get tired. Never. Ephesians six verse twelve. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness wickedness in high places. Come on, when you get married, some of you already married. Oh more, oh more challenges. Not the finish. You think you have finished one? Another one will just show up. You talk to your spouse over a particular issue and everybody is happy. Devil can never rest. Bible says like a wounded lion seeking whom to devour. It's a whom you should resist steadfastly. You, you, you are every time you have enough in your arsenal to say no to the devil. Young people, I'm saying this to you. This teaching is a teaching you need to keep that can carry you all through life. There are so many good things God has given to men in life. But we have a contender. We have a contender. One very good thing you should know about our life that you'll enjoy is that we are not contending with him like they did in the old In the New Testament, in the New Covenant, we are the bride of Christ. Our husband has gotten all we are looking for. He's asking you, stand on what I've given to you. Stand, I've given it to you. It's not the same thing if he's sending us to go and fight with the enemy. He says, no, no, we are not battling with the enemy. Anyone that's singing that song, maybe they have another connotation. We are not battling with the enemy. We are not fighting with the enemy. Our responsibility is to stand against the devil. You know what I mean to stand? Meaning somebody is backing you up. Take your position. Say somebody take your position. That's a different thing for us in this new covenant. So, in the old covenant, I went to Sabbath church. Yes, I do. I did, sorry. <laughs> I went to Sabbath church where they flog you with pigeons. If nobody has flogged you that way, God bless you. But we need to flog you with some pigeons so that you have some sense. They flog you with pigeons. Because we went to a fat devil. And we, we, we draw line with the enemy. We put on a red garment, and your candle sticks. And you fight with the enemy, but in Christ Jesus, He has gotten the victory. Our responsibility is to stand. You will stand in the name of Jesus. Come on, tell your neighbor. Standing is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not just to stand. Uh-uh, it's not easy. It's not not at all. Not at all. Look at those people on the traffic, what, traffic warders. Look at them. Can you do that kind of work? You know, somebody you say, "Oh my God, the way the vehicle will just zoom." You say, I can't do that. What is keeping them on the road? Authority. What they know. They know too much that they have so much backing from the federal government that whether you carry a truck or keke, you, you can stop at their waving. Devil knows that he can stop when you lift your hand. But the question is, those travel warders could stand. Can you stand? So we have authority to stand Against the devil, and I've shown you so many things about this authority. Okay, so we need to move on because we don't have much time this evening. Very important to said that how then do we resist the devil? It's something I want to teach us very practically. Then, how do we resist the devil? It's an ongoing cause, it's an ongoing cause. Look at me carefully, it's what we do on a daily basis. I think I've done it up to two times today or three. Hallelujah. Yeah, I was talking on phone with one of us. And I keep saying it. I say, affliction cannot rise for the second time. Resisting the devil with the scriptures. You, 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 you are seeing the affliction. The affliction is, it has risen. In short, it has aroused. Is that English okay? Arose, arisen, aroused. <laughs> are you getting it? so it's not that? So, it's not that it's not coming. You are seeing it. Colo, colo. At that moment, you are in between two opinions. Throw in the towel, you know. Sing the devil's song or or stand your ground and say what God is saying. I'm trusting God this evening that every one of you that spend your time under this rain to come. We're supposed to have much more number of people, but rain decided to come. So it's not a bad thing. Just relax. Relax. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you something. If you you defy the rain to be here, I'm trusting God you're going to go home with something. Will you do that? Will you do that, that? So, how do we resist? How do we hold our ground against this devil? First Peter five verse nine. He says, "Whom resist steadfast in faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world." So, you are not only one going through this. Devil should not make you feel like If you could fall sick, then something is wrong with your Christian life. Come on, look at me boldly. I'm telling you the truth. It's not the truth. He is the father of all liars. He tells you if you are broke, where is your God? Your God is your God. Your God is not rich or poor. He is God. You are not, you are not full of God when you are rich and less of God when you are poor devil should not push you around. Ephesians 6 verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and what? And in the power of his might. The scripture never said be strong in yourself. This is where I almost stopped last time. Don't be strong in yourself. Be strong in who? In the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Therefore, if, if James 4, verse 7. Permit me, I'm trying to just be fast. Hope I'm not too fast, am I? I'm not. I confess positive, I'm not. I'm not, have you? I'm not. James 4, verse 7. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. How do we resist the devil? Resist the devil and he will flee. <laughs> My teaching is in this. Oh, I'm going to say maybe in the next 30 minutes is here. First of all do what? Submit. Touch your neighbor, say yeah. neighbor. Submit. You see the crowd that come here last Sunday? Last Sunday this place was filled up and by the time I looked I didn't even know because they didn't give me any signal. By the time I looked I saw that we have great overflow. Over there. And I got other notice of people that even stood outside. And you know, we are in a generation of people that are not ready to do anything for Jesus. Those days, people climb through the roof. (laughs) Are you see here? Are you see here? So, who's supposed to have overflow? We look down in that bush, we see people sitting down with their seats. I've been listening to the word of God under the sun. This generation. They will just come and peep. Ha! The church is filled up. One um, I know if you stand. <laughs> they go. So that's why we said, without apology, next Sunday we have to start two services. Choir, sit up. You're not going to die. I'm the preacher. I'm the one that preaches even the most here. I've never died. So get up, get up. Because it's counterproductive. Do you notice it? You should notice it. It's very counterproductive because. In as much as, you know, I'm a sanguine by chemistry. And we sanguine, we like crowd. We like when everybody shouts, hey! In as much as we may not know how to, but I know how to dance inside of my heart. You know, you know wh- when we say you don't know how to dance, it's when you cannot dance in your heart. I know all the dancing steps. I'm looking for opportunity for implementation. Settles it. Do you get it? Yes. So I know all the dancers. When you dance them, I know them. I know them. I know them. Amen. Yes. Yeah, so we in our own we love crowd. When the crowd, if it's packed up, the anointing will be heavy. But can I tell you the truth? Go beyond the emotional, go spiritual. The spiritual aspect of church is this. You see the way we are sitting now. Everybody is hearing me. Everybody is seated inside the church. Everybody knows what we are doing. You see that kind of crowd that we see? People will come, hang outside. You see overflow. People will pass and say, that church, big go." see overflow. That one for human inclination, it doesn't bring any glory to God. Because can I tell you what? Hear me out. Most of these people will come to church by 1055. Do you understand? As they are coming, they are hearing the man of God say and also you. <laughs> so most of them didn't even know what we have done in the church. And now I give you the one of the most important aspects of it. One thing I want us to do within the three weeks now is to stretch ourselves on evangelism. That's part of this training. To stretch ourselves. If you are not inviting anybody to church now, you are suspect. Now, if I tell everybody here, invite one one person next Sunday, and we were that crowd, where will they be? Can't you see that somebody who is calculating very well, who said the pastor is not reasoning? Last Sunday there was no seat at all for people to sit down, and he wants to invite one one people again. So, if we have about hundred people overflow, where would they be? Fidelity. Now, meaning we are no longer going to invite people because we are already full. I am thanking God that we got filled up faster than we thought. So we need to shift. What are we teaching? How to deal with the devil. So the devil of destruction is being dealt now in Jesus' name. Amen. So that people come to church next Sunday they will see that. They come. By 10 we will close. Next service will start. People that will come late, they will come and enter inside. I'll give them James 4 verse 7. Therefore submit to God. Everything I'll teach is here. Therefore what? Submit yourself to God therefore, submit your, then you'll be able to, and he will, what are the process, number one? Number two. Number three. So, that's what took me to give you announcement about second service, because last Sunday, last Wednesday, with some number of people that came here, and our hope and inspiration that today to be doubled, I pray that members of this ministry will understand the efficacy and the power of Bible study. Now we are submitting you to God's word. You need to have enough of this word inside your system, so that when there's a scratch, the word will begin to flow automatically, recursively. The word of God flows. Obedience is the foundation of every living free from Satan. If you want to live free from certain obedience is the first foundation. What is obedience? Obedience is aligning your life to the will of God. How can you align your life to the will of God except through God's word? If you're not a student of God's word, you cannot command the devil. Quickly you will see it. We have just a little course, but they are interwoven. If you are not a student of the scriptures, Come on, how can you command someone who knows more than you do? How can you do that? It takes God's word to equip you. Devil knows when you are not saying the right thing. That's why, when in your dream you are shouting, My mother, my mother, the Devil knows that your mother has no power. He didn't die on the cross. He will torture you more. That's why some of you, even in your dream, when that heavy thing came on you, what's, what's his name in English? Say it louder. Jesus Christ. There are people that know the name of things here. I know the name of Jesus. I I shock. Do you know, I've not heard this before in English. I just tried my faith. I said, what's the name? And they supplied. (laughs) Can we clap for them? (laughs) People know stuff here in this church. Hallelujah. You know, when that heavy thing comes on you, you discover that when you are a growing child of God. I don't know whether you have that experience. You yeah, are Jesus become, Jesus, 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 Jesus. It's becoming small, small. Jesus. Sometimes if you say Jesus, even, ah, Jesus, Jesus. Do you know the power to rebuke that thing is not in your pronunciation of Jesus? I want to shock you because you need to learn this. Your power to stop those attacks. Is not in the volume you raise, Jesus. Can uh-uh. I tell you what the power is in the knowledge, revelational knowledge of God you have. There's a place you get to know. They will not even try because they know you are not even ready for the Jesus. know you have passed that level. Submit yourself to God. Yield to God's word. Find a place in fellowship and join. Most of you are just year students. I bet you (coughs) release yourself into the bosom of God and you see he will you do up. So number one way how to reason the devil. Number one, don't reason with the devil. Hmm. You see? I told you this is interwoven. If you can submit, you will not reason. If you can submit. I need to be very sincere with us because I know most of us are coming from different backgrounds. Come and listen to me. Ability not to reason with the devil doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> He just woke up and said, I cannot listen to the devil again. It's not true. It's not true. It's something that happens what? Progressively. As God's word is coming, it will be replacing your methodologies, your mindset, your thought pattern, and so on and so forth. Is somebody following me? I'll give you one good example. Now, I started in the church giving a particular amount of offering. Please, follow me in this journey. I was given a particular amount of money in the church, and I had a very strong um, move in my spirit to increase my offering. (laughs) So, the the spirit was willing. (laughs) If you are in that state, may God deliver you today in the name of Jesus. He said amen. I thought everybody has crossed that stage. The spirit indeed was willing, but the flesh was weak. I knew that I was not comfortable with the amount of money I gave as an offering. So, Something happened. One day, in my revelation, because God showed me revelation so much in the dream, I was dancing in the church, our church at Enugu I was dancing to give offering. So I squeezed that money so hard. You know, when your offering is small, that's harder you squeeze it. Have you experienced that? Can you give 5,000 naira offering squeezed? How do you squeeze it? In your wrapper. Can you give 10,000 naira offering squeezed? How? Where? It can't be. Amen. But you can give $100 squeezed. Amen. Yeah. If you squeeze that one down fine, God will bless you. Amen. Hope you're following me. So, I wanted to give offering, the offering box. And everybody was dancing, and suddenly it looked like everybody in the church paused. That was my own revelation. And my hand became transparent. Ooh. Everybody in the church was like freezed. They were looking at what I want to throw in. So I pulled my hand back. Put it in my pocket. And I walked away. And then I woke up and I said, Father Lord, I will not continue this amount of money. Somebody say Revelation. Yeah. So reasoning with the devil is not something you do overnight. I'm just bidding you to start. Start to stop. Because you need to start so that you can stop. You need to start resisting him in your reasoning. Okay, look at this man now. A time has come when a place where I go to a program. I, I went to Enugu to see a friend. And I came without preparation. I just called myself. I want to see you. He said, okay, I was, I was in, my, in my church. I said, you are church? He said, yes. I said, I have no program. He said, no, not program. You can come around. I said, I drove. I didn't know I was look, looking for trouble. I drove into the church. And suddenly I came They were building. <laughs> he said to me, Pastor Peter, that's wonderful. You're going to pray for me today. You know, lay hand on me this building. And they, they were almost at the roofing level. hey. Ha! Ah. So we are moving around. He took me to his office and showed me it was still under construction. He took me to the altar under they brought some ties under construction. Mm. Mm. And uh, can I can I tell you one more thing? I was broke. I was actually thinking that as a man of God, if I pass through his church, that would be a little uh, something to give to the man of God, to the boot of the man of God. Do you understand that kind of thing? Honestly, that's what I was looking for. I was actually broke. I was broke. I didn't have much money. And I came here and he was showing me things and the voice spoke. Reasoning with God and reasoning with the devil is a progressive lesson. If you submit to God's word over time, you stop reasoning. You obey. See, we are like men in the military field you don't resist. It's not a democratic setting. When the Holy Ghost says, you do. If you are my close friend and he tells me this friendship should stop, I should not tell him, but you understand that this is the only person that understands mathematics. The moment you argue with him, he doesn't argue with anybody. he just keep quiet. And that's what I saw. So, all all this while, it has become like that. (laughs) Hey, A savior has become a captive. I said, I came to, for this young man to sow seed into my hand. And the voice was saying, give all your heart in your pocket. You cannot leave this building without giving. Give all remaining in your pocket. Wow. How can it be? Can I even tell you more? Do you want to hear? It was a man of God here in Ansaka that gave me the money when I was going to Enugu. To help me out. And he- he, he, the man said to me, Pastor P use it to buy fuel. And I checked the fuel gauge. And I said, I can manage when I get to his church. By the time he not had his own, then it was very painful. So he knelt down at the altar and said, please, can you pray for me about the work?' Child. He was kneeling down. I was kneeling down inside of my heart. He said, Father Lord, since you are the one telling me to do this, no problem. And the young man has brought, and he has brought an envelope. He said to me, Good, collect that one, add to your own so that it can be big. I collected from him, brought my own, put them together. I said, I'm not only praying for you that God will give you grace, I activate it by giving you this. And he received. I drove out. Drove out. But the moment you obey the spirit, you have peace. You have peace. Can I tell you something? There's nothing more real than God's word. Even if you have one billion naira on you now, anything can happen to it to disappear. God's word never does disappears. Stand on the word. Now over the years, I have learned. I went to a program here in Ossuka to see a man of God who was in bed day. And I had an, a good amount of money put in the envelope. I was already prepared. You know, you prepare. Child, if you are being led by the Holy Spirit, you keep on doing mad, mad things. I prepared a good envelope to give to the mother. I so said, I was waiting for the time to give offering. I will come boldly and give him and go. And I saw an elderly bishop that came for the bed day. Hey, I said, hey, this man is quite old. And he said to me, give him that money. He needs money. I said to him, so what happened to the bishop I came, he said, do transfer. Ha! <laughs> ah. I heard the envelope. I look it. I look the old man. At the time, I don't need to reason. I went to him. I knelt down by the side. I said, he said I should give you this money. Come on, I'm telling you. Before God that man, the man held my hand and he asked me, "How did you know? How did he tell you?" I almost saw him crying because he needed it, and he said some words of prayer. The moment he finished praying, Holy Spirit to me, "That's why I say you should do it, so that you can get that prayer from him." You cannot resist the devil except you learn to what to submit. Touch your neighbor, say neighbor. Are you willing to submit? So don't resist. John 6, verses 3. We read it on Sunday. He say, It is the spirit that quickened it. Don't reason to mind. It is the spirit. He said, The flesh, which is your reasoning, does what? Prophes nothing. John 6, verses 63. It is the spirit that quickened The flesh profits nothing. Someone, can I tell you what up to <laughs> can I share something with you more? Because I think this will help you about giving. You know what devil tells me each time I give, devil tell me, see you. You think you're a giver. Okay, you think you're a giver. When that was driving, he, he said, Now nah, take your car, give to that man. <laughs> no, has it happened to you before? I want to teach you. I said, I want to be very practical with you today. Hallelujah. So I looked at him. I, said, I told him, You are not my master. He said, a very true child knows the voice of his father. I told him, see, you cannot tell me what to do. If my father says it, I will do it. No, no, no. Now he has not said it. Get out of my way. One day he asked me. He says, see, this is the thing you are giving, giving, giving. Every time you're talking about giving that you give. He said, do you know? Do you know? Hmm, there are certain things you can not give for. And God said to me, tell him that if I tell you to give, before I tell you to give, I will empower you to do it. He said, Empowerment calls before telling. That's how you know it is the Spirit of God. Empowerment doesn't mean you have it. Empowerment is the capacity, the quickening. When the quickening comes, you are convinced. All you need to sow is conviction, not money. Ha! When the conviction is there, you stand wow. up and say, Father, Lord, I'm doing this. Hmm. Did I talk to anybody? <laughs> I, one of my sons says, uh, Sir, how do I start sowing when I don't have? I said, That's when you should sow. Hope he's not going to take my teaching today. I said, That's when you sow. Because he was so, so surprised. He said Sir, okay, tell me, how did you start sowing when you have nothing? I said, When you have nothing is when you should sow more. He said, How? I said, Start from nothing. I told him, I started sowing seed when I was so broke in life and I went to a program and the amount of God called a big amount of money. And among God the people that came out in that big church, big cathedral, I was the youngest. And I came and sat down and I told him, look at how God began to do it. I shut down my reasoning. If you are full of reasoning, you can never be full of the spirit. Thought you never. Which one drives you? Number 2 How do we resist the devil? I say, do not reason with him all. Do not reason with him all. Do not reason with the devil. Do not over your health. Do not reason with the devil. Okay. Uh, hmm. This this symptom, according to research, don't try internet. Internet can kill you before you die. And those people giving you that information, you don't know they are just blockers selling their market. Search anything on the internet, they will tell you. You see, if you have a scratch at the back of your neck and at the same time a scratch on your toe, what does it mean? Google it now. <laughs> so, now, please, don't reason with the devil if you want to go far. Number two, are you following me? Demand your right. Demand. That's why I said privileges. Right. What has God given to you? Do what? Demand your right. Look at Acts 3 verse 6. Then Peter said, "Silver and gold have I known. But such I have, I give thee. In the name of Jesus, Acts 3 verse 6, in the name of Jesus of Christ of Nazareth, rise up. So, I, dem- I, I don't have money, but that's something I have. I have a privilege. I have the power of God. I can't give you money, but can I give you what I have? Rise up and walk. When you demand your right in this context, you are not demanding from God. You are demanding from the enemy. God has given you your right. He can't give you twice. So that's why when you read John 14, verse 13 and 14, you read John 16, 23 and 24. He said, And if thou shalt, whatever you shall ask in my name. Both of these places have acts. That acts in Greek is demand. In the original word means demand. Place a demand on what God has given you. Whatever you demand as your right and privilege, you got it from me. Whatever you demand. Because of time, I want us to close quite on time. Hallelujah. <laughs> number three. So number one was what? <laughs> number three. Number two, what? <laughs> demand. Hallelujah. I wish I have enough time to give you illustration how to demand for your right. Demand for your right. Somebody say, I have right. <laughs> so when can I give you a few examples because of time? Let me just help me. One, 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 one. It's okay? So you see, this is the month of October. Ha every Sunday, every first service in October, every first Wednesday or Sunday service, and we stand here, we say, I stand at the gate of the month of October. We are demanding our right. The father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our own daddy says, I daily load your life with what? Benefits. So we are telling the month of October, whatever benefit our father has loaded in you, do what? Release them. Demand for your right. You just get admission. First year students, wave your hand above your head. If you are in first year, wave your hand above your head. Wave it, wave it, wave it. Be proud of being first year. There are people that wrote jam that are not here. Hallelujah. So, welcome. As you we are moving around the school, keep on declaring. Demand you are right. University of Nigeria and Zuka, you will give me the best. My faculty, you give me the best. I program you, I sequence you, and it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Okay, number three. Your faith over devil should not be, be word-based, not on manifestation. Don't base your faith on manifestation. Hey, wow. Some of this teaching, I think next week I may say slow down. Because you need to get this. You know what my spirit is trying to tell me now. I, I think I'm getting it. To slow down. Slow down. Whatever I stop today, fine. But this one is important. We are manifestation driven. We love when something is manifesting. Your faith over the devil should be word based. Your faith over the devil should be what? Based on God's word. Not on manifestation. Don't base your faith. Please follow this. Follow it carefully. Never base your faith on manifestation. So learn to use God's word against the devil. And when you say what the word is saying, stand on it. Our own papa that I've read his book, where that Hagen said something. He said, They brought a lady that was going through challenge, mental challenge. And she was being violent. And they brought the lady, and the Spirit of God said to him, stand and resist the devil. Rebuke the devil out of the lady's life. And he stood up and rebuked the devil. That Hagin, who has seen healing in different shades, said when he rebuked the devil, he thought suddenly the girl will have a stretch, and she will scream, and the devil will go. He said, but the girl remained quiet. They didn't do anything. And when they took the girl home, they called him and said that she was becoming violent again. Hi. God, teach me faith. Somebody said, God, teach me faith. Daddy Hagin said to them, one thing I know is that when I rebuked the devil, he left. Do you understand this? He said, one thing I know is what? He left. So, if it was manifestation, that the haggard will stay in the church laying hand upon that girl until. He said, He may not be. You may not see any manifestation, but I know what happened to him. He said, When I laid hand upon the girl, the devil left. And the reported letter like said, At the time, the devil threw her on the floor and she stretched. And he reminded. They called him again and said, He's stretching. He said, He said, Remember in the scripture, when Jesus rebuked the devil, he stretched. He said, so, so if there's a time, don't worry it will be fine. And the testimony had it at the end of the day, the girl got her deliverance. But Daddy Hagin said, it never happened in the church where he prayed for the girl. And anybody who is manifestation driven will say, ah, something is going wrong here. Faith must be based on God's word. Look at, look for, look four, from verse 1. Where do we start? So that we can just take it up from verse 1. And so being full of the Holy Spirit goes, returned from Jordan. And was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being 40 days, tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did eat nothing. And when they were, they were ended, he afterward was hungry. And the devil said unto him, if thou be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone. If time will permit us, we'll go through these the scriptures. to discover every word of the devil here. Jesus fought back with the word of God. With the word of God. Now, look up every one of you. Let me show you something I want to see here. If Jesus was manifestation based, Jesus would have started crying for prayer warriors to come and help him because how could I say the word over the devil and he's still returning things? Jesus knew that the very word he said was enough to deal with the enemy. That whatever the enemy was throwing back at him does not mean that man has not left. Does not mean the power has not been tamed. He stood his ground saying the scriptures. What are you going through in your life? Because this is a practical class now. What are you going through? Family challenge. Mommy is saying that I must divorce daddy and you have prayed and prayed and they come back home you thought that they have turned the divorce paper. You just came back home and your mother wants to print a fresh one. (coughs) And devil will tell you, you see, some of you remember it. He said, this headache was just a small headache until I began to pray. It began to bang. Look at the scriptures. Jesus returned the word. Please, tell your neighbor. Say neighbor. If you look at the manifestation you will never resist the devil. Look at the world. Whatever he's doing, stay on the world. I, I give you a good example. That's why some of you, when you bind the devil, he start doing acrobatic display. Even in the church, all chars will gather. I tell you, you cannot help here in Jesus' name. All will gather. You go to our people, they hold her, they hold her. They go to our TV. They hold her, they hold her. They hold her. say, her. Leave me alone. We are many in this church. (laughs) Listen to me. I know two ways to know. That whatever anyone shouts from there to me is not as important as what God has said concerning this place. Come on. Come and dream and tell me. Some of you have dreamt. Sorry I disappointed you. Says I saw you die in accident. I was crying all my cry. I say, Hey, yeah. The last time I checked, a prophet shall not die outside of Jerusalem. That one is more important to me than your dream. Come on, how can your dream be stronger than God's word? Who born you? Who born your dream? Please get this as we close. Get this. Base on your activity over the devil on God's word. Because devil can manifest. I'm telling you the truth. You pro over a particular sickness. That week, <laughs> you testify over a particular sickness. That week look like the whole demon will come together on it. You know what he's trying to do? He's kicking on your belief. He's kicking on your resistance. He's kicking on your heart to say, aha huh, if I knew I would have not given this testimony. He has taken it. But tell him you have left. Shut up. You have. Can I say this? Hear me out. The only weapon you have to fight the devil is the word of God. Please, not your big Bible. Can I hear you one more time? The only weapon you have against the devil is what? The word of God. Do you hear me out? Now, you know the devil is like a thief. Bible says the thief cometh to kill, steal, and. Now he's a thief. Can I ask you something? Look at every one of you. What a thief in this life does not fear? Weapon. A thief that doesn't fear weapon. One major thing that scares thieves away from life is what? Weapon. You can imagine somebody climbing your fence to come and steal. And your father has a license gone, AK 47. And your father just came out on the corridor, stood there. That man will jump, roll. Hear me out. That's why you see armed robbers on the road when they want to confront the police they tell you the police has no good gun. You see then they stand up because they know they are carrying machine. They can deal even with the military. Come on the same way God is equipping you with God's word. God was has every arsenal. He has every tool that you can never ask for. Ephesians 6 verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That's what Bible study does for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Within the lecture time we have now, someone will be wondering, what are we doing? You don't know how much what we are hearing will do for you. Put on the whole armor of God. All you need is God's word to stand. You don't need another thing. Finally, learn to order the devil. Order. Give order. Give order. Stop asking you know, he should have give order. Somebody say give order. Look at what happened between Jesus and Peter. And it wasn't Peter. Matthew 16 verse 21, 23, 24, 25 or 23. Let's stop there because of time. Look at what happened between them. I will take a little time over this again so that it will sink. Look at what happened between them. Jesus told them how he will go and Peter out of emotion stood up. I said, no, you cannot go that way and Jesus looked at Peter and said get thee behind me that was order get thee behind me he wasn't talking to Peter are you following me that's why most of us do not pray right if somebody still somebody has taken your property and you are concentrating the prayer on the person that stole your property you are making mistake deal with the devil that caused the person to stole the same devil can can uncause the person to return it you here at all? I, I need to submit this before I close today. I have mistakenly left certain things I have in a place where it's supposed to be stolen. But I keep saying I cannot lose my property. I cannot lose my property. You order. You are ordering the environment to put everything in place to make sure that you don't lose your property. What is the format? The format is simple. You say, in the name of Jesus, I took power over this headache. In the name of Jesus, I took authority over this fever. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over this poverty. In the name of, I take authority. So close your eyes in few seconds. Where and where and what and what do you want to take authority over? Use the formula. Can I give you a few minutes? Stand up to your feet. Stand up. Take just a few minutes. Close your eyes. Do not be afraid of the devil. The way some of you are sitting in the Bible study today, you look like, ah, you should better preach on that message. Leave us and the devil alone. No! No! Somebody pray now, take authority over something. Take the format, take the format, take the format, take the format, you don't like your economy, you don't like your finances. Take authority. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over my finances. I will not continue to earn and lose at the same time. I take authority over my health. I cannot continue to live on drugs. I take authority over the kind of friendship I have. No way. I cannot have friends that will divide me. I take authority over my academics. I just gave you a format. I take authority. There are certain times when you take authority, look like it's not happening. Relax. Relax. Don't look for the manifestation. Believe God's word. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lift your two hands, every one of you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we take authority over life, over our health, over whatever that has stood against us before now, over family challenges, over our spouses, over our children, and we decree the word of God prevails in the name of Jesus. And we say a better amen. Amen. Hallelujah.